Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. So whoever is listening uh, to this podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, welcome. And also to those who are watching the video here on YouTube, thank you very much. Thank you for coming and welcome. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, let's get into the conversation today because I'm really interested on this one. Uh, of course, maybe if you pay attention to the news, if you um, you know you follow through the different uh, media outlets through social media, uh, any place there, the talk is right now. Of course, is uh, Disney taking over or taking total control over Hulu? Of course, as we knew, as we know, uh, they purchase uh, a big portion of it. Uh, you know, with the, everything that they did, of course. Um, they they pretty much took ownership and they they're the biggest owner. Uh, they uh, last month I think it was last month or some time ago uh, they purchased the the remaining nine point five percent that belonged to AT and T. Of course AT and T wasn't restructuring the company, so they got rid of some of those assets that they were no longer interested, and they took that. So that be you know of course Disney was already the biggest seller, the biggest uh, owner in Hulu, and now of course now um, the remainder uh, the other partner which is Comcast, who uh, actually owns 33% of the, uh, in this case, the stock in Hulu, um, they came into an agreement with Disney. Uh, and probably you have heard those news that they're everywhere. Uh, they came into an agreement. Uh, and actually right now, um, um, Comcast is becoming a silent partner, which means that they're just going to step out. They're just going to get the money or revenue, whatever they make out of it. Uh, in the next five years, because that uh, Disney is not uh, able to purchase um, the, the remainder stock, because of course they've been through um, there's a lot of legalities in it, because they've been pretty much through a since last year they've been through a shopping spree. They've been purchasing everything, uh, and I mean literally everything. So of course there's some limitations of what they can purchase. But of course, according to the numbers, and the and the the, the first one that actually. Broke the news that was Variety, uh, Variety Magazine. Um, they broke it on Tuesday, and they talk. And I ha I'm going to have all these links for you so you can go back and, and read them through. Uh, there's a lot of information there. Uh, and, of course, in this uh, article of Variety, says Disney assumes full control of Hulu in deal with Comcast. So um, the remaining 33%, pretty much, which is in this case Comcast, they're just going to pretty much sit that one down and going to let pretty much uh, Disney take the wheel and decide what the future is going to be for Hulu. So, of course, there's a lot of it, uh, and uh, at the end of this, uh, supposedly by 2024, they're going to be able to sell it directly to Disney, and that's the plan, uh, for no less than $5.8 billion, um, depending, of course, on the on the market and the, how Hulu, how big it is at that time, at that point. Uh, so, um, and of course, you know, Comcast, which also, you know, owns NBC Universal, uh, it has the ability actually to pull some of the stuff now because some of the stuff that they have NBC that is actually on Hulu has been on Hulu. Some of the shows, some of the seasons are going to be pulled one way or another, whether they don't have to do it in pretty much within the until 2024. They can actually do it anytime soon. And as you know, uh, Comcast is in plans right now to create their own streaming service, NBCU. 
And uh, definitely this is, as you can see, there is a movement of powers all around the big companies, the big corporations trying to put their pieces in the right places, of course, because we are heading to a battle of giants, uh, big corporations battling for control of the streaming service uh, spectrum, you know, for the space. And definitely that's a lot of things that, of course, a lot of people are scared about. There is a lot of uh, pluses, a lot of also negatives. But also there's a lot of expectation because um, we really don't know exactly what's going to happen. And of course, this is the reason of the podcast today. Uh, and of course, you know, I go through variety. As you can see, like, as I mentioned, this has been going through this shopping spree, purchasing left and right everything pretty much that is available. Um, you know, and, um, you know, with Fox, the Fox deal, which we all excited for, of course. But Disney as a conglomerate, you know, it has so many companies under its belt. As you can see, let me give you a number, a list of some of them. That doesn't mean that they're all of them, but these are the big ones. You have ABC, you got 20th Century Fox, you got Fox Searchlight Pictures, you have 20th Century Fox Television, you have FX Networks, National Geographic Partners, Touchstone Pictures, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar, and of course Hulu. And um, of course, you know, and they're consolidating right now. This is consolidating everything. Uh, and it comes within their power. As you know right now with the streaming services, this is this has been this battle between giants. Of course, Netflix, who I've been pretty much a uh, you know a fan of Netflix since it started. I've been pretty much a pretty much a, a customer since the beginning, since there was just only DVDs that, that they came in the mail. And uh, of course, Netflix, you have uh, in this case also uh, with DC that has been trying to get into it with their own streaming services, which I'm not a fan of. Uh, you know, some people love Titans. I might consider a Doom Patrol because I like the Doom Patrol storylines in the comics. But beyond that, I don't see it. I try a little bit. I wasn't crazy about it. There's just not enough content to really justify the price tag, in my opinion. Uh, it would have been nice if actually Warner Brothers was throwing everything they have into one single package. Something that actually seems like Disney Plus is doing. Because Disney Plus, this is not the first rodeo for Disney. Uh, for those that might, might remember this, actually they the first i would say step into the streaming service with, with disney anywhere uh which you know it was all right because i tried it it was just a lot of disney stuff but it didn't go nowhere of course disney uh, uh anywhere evolved into become what then of course became of course now movies anywhere which actually is competing with voodoo when it comes about streaming uh content that you purchase you know as you know the the, the ultra ballot um this case system ultra ballot platform that just pretty much went out the window um it, you know it, many companies many studios trying to get into it trying to really compete with disney on that one they it didn't work out you know it worked out to a certain extent uh which is disappointing about the streaming service part uh because ultimately you know pretty much they disbanded and of course you know you still can watch uh your collection of ultraviolet of course if you link all of that to voodoo or to other services which i did you know they were all linked in my case so I, they were linked to movies anywhere they were linked to voodoo so definitely I didn't lose any of those movies. But, uh, of course, now, you know, in this case, Disney's trying to go their own route. And Movies Anywhere now belongs, of course, it belongs to Disney. And I like it. Definitely, there's a competition between Voodoo that is owned, in this case, by Walmart. And Disney, of course, with Movies Anywhere. 
So all of this, of course, you see all these powers, everybody's setting, uh, this is a stage that has been set, and everyone is taking their place in this pretty much board game, and this chess game, to find uh, who is going to be the top winner. And of course, Disney is doing their move, uh, other companies are also doing their move, everyone trying to go around it, and you see this fragmentation of the services. Now, let's retrace a little back, because we need to know exactly what happened. Now, of course, you know, um, um, before the streaming services, that is something really kind of would say recent, probably from the last 10, 15, 10 years, if I were to be exact, we've been seeing the streaming service. Of course, uh, the creation of uh, YouTube uh, brought the opportunities for a lot of these services to come. You know, people were looking online for the opportunity to watch all the shows, television, uh, all type of programming. So, of course, there was an evolution. You know, by, prior to that, people have cable. We all have cable. Uh, but once we went into the streaming service, I cut cable 10 years ago. I don't have cable. I don't miss it. Sometimes I miss cable. Let's say, for example, when I'm watching or want to watch like the World Cup, you know, I'm Mexican, I'm Latino, and as a Latino man, I love to watch the World Cup. Um, football, as is known, you know, all over the world, soccer in the U.S., I love it, you know, particularly watching in Spanish. So a lot of the services, of course, uh, they, you know, you're able to down, to watch the games for free online, but up to a certain extent, you know, the first two rounds. But then when you go to the finals or the, you know, the you know the last rounds, then you have to have some type of subscription with some type of cable company, cable provider, which I don't have. I, like I said, I've been out of cable for 10 years. I don't miss it. So those are the only times maybe when uh, there's special events like that or the Olympics where I really want to do it. But that just happens every four years years it's not like something that you are need to watch on a timely basis every day and because there's so many services i've been a fan pretty much a customer of netflix since the beginning i've been a, a customer of hulu since the start of hulu uh and they have other services like acorn they they multiple others i do use crunchyroll um you know you name it they have so many that i don't, I don't even count all of them but um you know they have content and there's a lot of free actually apps as well where you can watch a lot of these movies with ads uh all movies all cartoons all kind of content so definitely the, the vast array of of movies and content out there and of course you know you can go and watch stuff uh, on amazon prime you can actually watch stuff and of course even on on youtube so there's so much stuff out there that of course um as the numbers show and you know there's other uh, and i'm gonna have all these links to you for different things you can read uh, some different sites and different websites and information and, uh, that is provided in numbers. You know, as you can see, there's a downfall, a decline of the service in this case with, uh, you know, people um, on cable, you know, regular cable. People are flooding, you know, the streaming services because, uh, first of all, because it's more convenient. You know, the, the pluses of the streaming services are this. First of all, it's convenient. You can watch it whenever you like. You're not a prisoner of their timeline. You're not a prisoner of the schedule. You know, you can watch it, Ving watch it, you can do whatever. You choose the time to watch what you want to watch, when you want to watch it, and wherever you want to watch it. You don't have to be limited by just watch something on TV. You can watch something on your phone, on your tablet, and, you know, anywhere. So there is a lot of pluses on the streaming services because of that. Of course, cost is cheaper nowadays. You know, going into the cable providers, you know, you pay in top dollar for a lot of junk that nobody wants. You know, there's a lot of channels that I don't care uh, but they're part of a package and you have to purchase this package. Sometimes you only care for one channel that is in this package, you know, and it costs you like adds more money. It's just for one single channel. You have to pay 20 more dollars added to that package so you can 
have all of this. And of course, they plan it in a way that you have you don't have everything at once, so you have to pay more than just the regular or the basic program or the basic plan in order to get everything you want, or at least closer to what you want. So of course, so some of the downfalls and the things with cable, um, the lack of control in that sense, you know, with the streaming services, you can watch it multiple times. You don't have to be controlled by a box or two boxes. You have to pay for an extra box. So there's a lot of pluses. Of course, companies know that and companies are adjusting to the market. And there's a, actually one um, very interesting um, article by US Today, and I'm going to have the, the link again. Uh, and he's talking about what it really means for, uh, for, for, you know, for the cord cutters, for the binge watchers, for the people that are really moving away from cable or the people that are not, uh, you know, pretty much with cable anymore. Of course, it's, we're going to see an increase on the ad revenue, on the ads, on the services and streaming services. Because, of course, all the ad, all the, that stuff, the money that was made in cable through ads and advertisement, it has to go somewhere. Of course, it's coming to YouTube. It's part of YouTube. You know, you, you get more ads, you get more ads on social media because the people spend more time on social media you get ads on facebook on instagram on twitter and all these places and of course you know the, the what people watch whatever they stream all the services i have of course hulu has ads you can go ad less you have to pay extra for that but you're going to see an increase on that to what extent we don't know but we are going to see more and more of this as time progresses so you know there's a lot of pluses and a lot of negatives and this is a race really technically it's a race for this company's to control the market, to have as much power with that. Now, what is the reason I'm bringing all this to this podcast today? What is the reason I'm talking about it? Uh, because it's very important. First of all, uh, important to us as you know, as fans of these franchises that we have grown accustomed, the, the the franchises that we love. You know, we love a lot of these franchises, Marvel, DC stuff. You know, like you know, HBO stuff. We love like you know, like a lot of people love Game of Thrones. I'm not a fan, but there's a big fan, and I'm not going to dismiss that the fandom there. And um, there's so many pro providers, so many services, so many franchises, so many IPs, so much stuff out there that is amazing. You know, and that content is so online and uh, pretty much the, the fruit is there for the taking and uh, the opportunities are there for people like you and I to really enjoy uh, all of this that is given to us now as we see this and I was reading through some articles where people are talking about there's the fear the fragmentation and I seen that on some videos also on YouTube people are talking about it you know the fear is what's going to happen First of all, the cost is going to increase uh, in one way or another. As everyone is flooding, you know, this market, moving from cable, you know, and cable is going to die, eventually is going to die for the streaming services, for online services. You know, we're going to see, of course, an increase in the cost because that's now the medium. Now, this is a, it used to be the streaming services are an option. They are an option in most places, you know, and, you know, now they're pretty much a powerhouse, but they still an option. You still have the option of going back to cable, which nobody's going to do. So, of course, there is a price point. They trying to uh, bring more people by lowering the price, the cost of making it more affordable, enticing for people. But, of course, we're going to see a drop. And, of course, as this all the services like you have, we're going to have NBC, their own services. Now, of course, Netflix is losing a lot of stuff from Marvel and Star Wars and stuff, and they're, they're already, already preparing for that. They've been preparing for that for quite a while, which I'm very impressed because they have great content. And I'm, you know, I, Netflix is not leaving my house. I'm going to be watching it unless something really bad happens to Netflix. I'm going to continue to support Netflix because they have great shows, and I'm really happy with that. Uh, DC is going to try to do something. I don't think DC is going to survive if they continue with that. Um, the, 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 the structure or the plan they have, they have to evolve, and I'm thinking that maybe Warner Brothers is going 
going to have to step in and to also stream their services within that within that frame that of work to so to make it a you know something that is enticing to put money because Disney is really bringing the house down with their price. The Disney Plus service is going to be six ninety nine, which is a great price. It's a great starting price. The reason I haven't discounted or discontinued Hulu, and I thought about it for so long because believe me, I, from all the services that I use, Hulu is the least favorite. I'm not a fan of some of the shows. I don't care for much of the content. One of the reasons I was um, you know keeping it for, for a couple of years was because of the anime stuff because I would like to watch anime. But now you can actually watch a lot of that stuff in Crunchyroll. You can watch a lot of anime there and uh, of course you know for free you know you can actually subscribe or you can do it for free and just have to watch the ads which you know i don't mind I grew up in the cable era. I grew up before the cable era when it was just normal television so i'm all used to it that's no problem for me for some extra ads here and there but um you see all this fragmentation of all the services and of course the fear is you know we're going to have so many services that technically we're going back to the time of the cable it's like you buying a plan and you have to add all these different plans now the difference is that you're not paying one single individual one single company you're paying multiple companies ultimately the same amount of money it's paid to all these different services you have to pay to dc you got to pay to disney you got to pay to nbc that is coming you got to pay acorn you got to pay whoever amazon all of these services you're paying all this people for all this stuff and you don't have it all in one single place you have to have all these apps of course in the same services the same machines they have all the apps but at the same time it feels that it's so many different places to go and there's no real control of course that creates some type of fear a lot of you know for a lot of people because it's a lot of money going and what we're supposed to do can people afford to have so many different services and pay all the services hbo and all of that and all this really ask you know you know brings those questions because even for watching Sports, you have to pay for a service where there is uh, this or that. You have to pay for all of that. Now, the question here is this. And uh, the reason why of the podcast here is today, because, uh, of course, you know, I was thinking about it and a part of me felt like a bit, man, this is going to be kind of horrible, you know, trying to decide what is the best service is trying to go to all these different places. So I was talking to my wife about it, uh, of course, because people have concerns and you know, I have my concerns, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm always I'm not a person. I'm an optimist, but sometimes I have concerns about what the future is going to bring in some things. You know, as a geek, I worry about those things, maybe or I think about those things. But my wife reminds me of something that is very important she said well it is what it is at the end of the day um consumers have the last say you don't have to sign up for everything you don't have to be part of everything you just be part of what you like you know you speak with your wallet and you know what when she said that to me it really reminds me of that that yes it might feel that there's a fragmentation so many services but ultimately the power is in our hands the power is in your hands as a consumer the power is in the hands of us that we love these franchises and other geeks that we love all of this you know you support what you support and this is my thing you know yes the world's going to change it's fun it's scary all of that but at the same time as the world evolves and everything evolves and our franchises evolve under whether there's under disney roof or whoever you know ultimately we're the ones that decide if we like the product or not and this is this thing you know we always have to keep that in mind i'm excited for disney plus services because they they bring in a lot of stuff with through disney 
I'm excited for Hulu because to be honest with you, I was about to cut Hulu until I've been waiting for quite a while until for this news because as we know now with now and in the control of Disney, uh, the talks is that actually what this is going to do is going to bring a lot of their the G content, all the family content, all the stuff that they normally be 13 perhaps is going to go into in this case onto Disney Plus, you know, stuff for Disney, new shows for Marvel, all of that. So I'm very excited for all of that. And all the stuff that I already own from you know Marvel and Star Wars, all of that is gonna come. So we're gonna have a new content there. But what really excites me is the fact that actually it's going to be tied up with Hulu Plus, uh, with Hulu. And actually, and the idea with Hulu is that a lot of the content that is not going to make it because of what might be more mature content uh, to the Disney service because of the what already already desired you know decided uh, what the, the the level of content or what they want to offer there is gonna go end up in Hulu Plus. So that's a big plus because there's a lot of movies that are owned by Fox. A lot of stuff like in Deadpool, you know, uh, and beyond, they're going to end up there, you know. So definitely I think that there is a lot of pluses and they're going to have packages where you can have that and ESPN um, and, of course, you know, Disney. Uh, so there's a lot of things here that really excite me for that. I can tell you one thing. If the package is good, the amount is good, the price is good, the content is good, I'm going to keep Hulu and I'm going to keep the package. If not, it's going to cool, it's going to go away and I'm going to just pay for disney plus and if disney plus doesn't you know doesn't give what they promise i'm gonna just cut him as well because at the end of the day i already own all those marvel movies and all the star wars movies and all the series and all the made stuff i own it all because i'm a geek i love all of that so the thing happens with dc the reason why i didn't tie the knot with dc is because whatever they offer me i already own and to be honest with you the rest what is left it's not worth the price tag and the same happens with everything. Netflix has been doing great. I love Netflix. Some people are scared what's going to happen with Netflix loses all the shows, Marvel and the Disney stuff. But at the end of the day, Netflix is, is trying and has been preparing for this for quite a while with great shows, great content. Uh, not only the you know the stuff they did with Marvel that was great, but you you look at the Umbrella Academy, you look at Strange Things, you look at all these different things that they're doing, uh, and the, all this content and all the shows that they have. You know, amazing movies. Um, they're really preparing and they're really preparing the content and they they really given the consumer what they really want something refreshing something new something totally different and i think in my opinion that that's the way to go so ultimately all i can tell you one thing i don't think it might be scary in one way thinking okay this is going to control entertainment from now on um they're going to dictate how the market is going to fluctuate but i think the change is coming but also companies are understanding that if they want to compete they want to give the consumers what they want uh, like i hear also this week uh, and some news or uh, actually sony and microsoft are getting together are uh, getting together and planning to really enforce and really strengthen the the cloud system you know for streaming uh, games online from the cloud and i think for a lot of times people were fighting for this because sony's always been very hermetic about it not really open to it but now sony is more open to it because uh, sony's coming to an understanding if they want to win although they've been the winners and they they're winning and the and right now in the race of of consoles you know they they're selling a lot they're at the top of their game nintendo's coming closer microsoft has you know with the xbox has really not really done fared that well but they understand now these companies they they want to perform people want a, a united system you know they want to see a cloud system also they want to see people be able to 
play between different systems, not be just part of one single, you know, I would say space, but be able to be part of the whole space, the whole universe, the whole streaming service uh, for video games. Uh, there's a lot of pluses here. So I think companies are understanding this if they want to stay afloat and they want to produce more money. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, yeah, Disney's putting a lot of money, but this is a lot of investment money. This is a lot of money that they invest in and they need to get that money back one way or another. So the options are there. The opportunity is there. I think uh, it just it's for us, it's time for us to really look at it in that perspective that, you know, we have the power, we have the control is what we say, what we purchase. And based on our purchase power and our control, what we say yes and what we say no is how the companies are going to operate. But what is your opinion? I would like to hear it. Uh, please share your thoughts below if you're watching this on YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, hit the notification button on YouTube if you're watching this video. If you're listening to this for the first time, please subscribe to the, the podcast, whether it's iTunes, Teachers, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify, share that with your friends as well so more people can come to see my content, uh, uh, hear my content. Um, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on my Facebook page, on my Instagram, on my Twitter. The links are down below. And also, please consider me supporting me uh, financially. You can do that every time you go through the links, through the affiliate links through Amazon, and you purchase anything. This has to be the whatever, it's, whatever is uh, in, in my in my link. could be anything in Amazon. Uh, I get a kickback, so you know that benefits me my channel or you can follow, you can support me financially through uh, in this case through patreon in a monthly basis a dollar two dollars two dollars whatever amount you decide it really helps me out no amount is too little or too small or too big uh, you can also do that as a one-time gift you can do that through paypal or you can do that through gofundme the links are down below the options are there for you so once again thanks for listening thanks for watching and i wish you the best of weekends and i'll talk to you again bye bye